welcome to the Not Quite the Afterglow podcast, your chance to see inside the mind of a British 40-something man and his 30-something wife. Not your average couple, but then this is not your average podcast. Hey everyone, you're listening to episode 11 of Not Quite the Afterglow. My name's Richard. And I'm Chloe. And for a second week running, we're recording late because of the dreaded lurgy, the dreaded spong, flu, cold. Well, it's man flu. I mean, you know, those of us who are women get these sniffles and just carry on regardless. I have a huge chest, so I get colds. I have a huge chest, but not yeah, in the same way. Yeah, but you have an enjoyable chest. I have a hairy chest. There's a difference. Right, back on topic. Yeah, I mean, you pick up these germs. You do volunteering at the local school, helping the kids read and stuff. And Yeah, it's it's like a whole extra di- dimension. Because I think, you know, you, you sort of pick up certain tolerances from your own children's germs. But then once you're amongst other people's germs, it's different. And we went to the cinema this week. Which we took is, the kids to the cinema. Which is a hotbed of germs. A cesspit of germs. A cesspit of sneezing children with germs. And you come out thinking, hmm, bit of a lottery. What am I going to come down with this week? Malaria? But there wasn't a sticky floor. There wasn't a sticky floor. I think that's the wrong type of cinema we're talking about. <laughs> I just remember, though, you'd always go to the well, cinema. You'd and then I'd cough in the background. Uh, you'd come out of the cinema. I've never and been to one be of those that. cinemas. No, I don't know what cinema you're talking about. Let's plead the fifth on that one. Okay. So I got a question this week from one of our listeners who said to me, you've got a really good podcast. You've got a voice for radio. Why do you two do this podcast? So why do we do it? Because if we did a, a vlog, people would be distracted by your face. Is that what it is? Yes. I no, because you've got that voice for radio. A voice for radio. <laughs> Why do we do it? Because we've been together for 10 years, married for five years, and we're running out of things to say to each other. So, so we, put a microphone in front of each other. Encourage us to, us to we actually can just say have things to other people. conversation. We can say things to other people. But people and, do uh, say to me, is this real life? Is this how you are in real life? And it is how we are in real life. It is how we are. I mean, we said right in the first ever episode, actually, how we have quite a lot of banter between us and it normally gets reflected in posts backwards and forwards on Facebook and people are always laughing being like oh you too but this is what we're actually like and I think also it's really useful sometimes to have things to look back on people have photo albums back in the day you know you go and get your 24 36 photos and you put them in your photo albums and stuff well this is this is the equipment this is an audio library that our kids can listen to in i don't 15, want the children listening time. but they this. will the children will listen to this one day and go really did they say that how embarrassing and be like oh mummy admitted she did lie she did used to eat all our sweets yeah and daddy wore a morph suit and he really wasn't a power ranger exactly so the podcast for me is a way of talking about our life but more importantly as well it gives people an insight into how a marriage can work quite efficiently if both of you don't necessarily always agree at once it's it's not normal to agree all the time with each other yes and I kind of feel like I'm finally having that moment where I can say something and then other people can back me up and say she's right you know I mean obviously obviously I'm always it's sickening I'm always it's right. sickening the amount of email traffic and messages I get from people to say, give her a chance to speak. I think you more than equip yourself. You've got a microphone in front of you, nothing's stopping you speaking. I do, yes. So talk. Okay. Um, 
I think for me... No, that was enough. Okay. No one's to hear that. No, go on, carry on. I think for me, um, why I quite like doing the, the podcast and stuff is I, I very much like sort of reflections of real life. Um, I I follow the Mumsy Mum on Facebook and, and she's somebody who has come out of... Basically, I don't want to say it's kind of like a backlash, but when you like is that first, a backlash? Is when you say backlash to Mum's Net, would you say that sort of? No, it's 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 to that sort of Instagram perfect images of of motherhood and what it's like with a newborn baby and things. And and she was sort of one of the first in a wave of people who basically said, "Look, you know, this is what it's really like." You know, I'll post a picture of my kids you know, one of them's crying, one of them's not even looking and this is me spending half an hour trying to get that perfect family picture, you know, to be sure, you know, that we're hashtag making memories and stuff, you know, and she is very much someone who just talks about the the realities of, of, of motherhood and stuff and, and a lot of people connect with that and, you know, and now she's at a state, I mean, she's written books and all sorts, but she's, she's at cashed a stage, in. She's cashed in. Well, no. A publisher but, has read her blog and went, cashed in. No, I think I think it's just good luck to her. I think it's just about. I don't know. The thing is, when you're when you're a mum at home with very young children, you can slightly lose your mind without getting a lot of adult interaction. And also, you are presented in the media and in other places with all these perfect images of what you think it your you know your life should be like and it doesn't look like that all the time and it doesn't feel like that all the time and it's kind of nice to know that there is somebody out there because you know realistically it's hard to have a phone conversation or anything without children sure. interrupting but that that you know there are people out there who are having the same experience I got a, I got I got a message today from uh, someone who I rarely speak to who's been in my life since I was a child who said, oh, I listened to two of your podcast episodes today. They were fantastic, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So um, shout out to Carl, who's listening. He will be. Okay. Um, so from my point of view, yeah, us doing our podcast is, is kind of my way of showing a bit of real life and I guess kind of our bit of our relationship and our marriage. And I mean, you listen to podcasts that are you listen to some specialist ones but you do listen to ones where they are just guys just talking about stuff sure i listen to uh, um my main podcast every single week is a thing called tell him steve dave which comes from kevin smith's smodcast smodco internet radio stable and i've listened to that since pre-day one when um you know kevin smith first launched uh smodcast with scott mosier and the, the the show they did prior to that with uh, on an internet radio show, but tell him Steve Dave is part and parcel of my life. It's it's one of my guilty things. I, I like to have a shave on a Saturday morning, leisurely shave, listening to Brian and Walt and BQ or whoever, you know, talking about stuff that's happened in their week and, and comical say, exploits and stuff. And it's hugely entertaining. And I make you listen to it. Yeah, as well. I was going to say it's, it's not the sort of thing I would listen to, but you would have it on, and I just get myself drawn in. And it and it's. You know, for us, you know, obviously we're British. Yeah. Um, but this is a comic book store that I've used for nearly 20 years. Yeah, but what I've they're talking about... I've been ordering stuff for nearly 20 years from them. What they're talking about is sometimes really interesting because obviously... It's you an know, American take on things. They're, you know, they're, they're all sort of lived and grown up within a, a fairly small area. Sure, New York, um, New Jersey, yeah. Yeah, in Staten the States. Island. So so their points of view of things, but particularly I'd say Very more... American. Yeah, more especially, worldly Especially Walt, yeah. Yeah, more worldly stuff. You know, some of it will just be like, oh my goodness, like, 
if you, some of you guys may have seen on the on the television, there's a cha- channel called AMC, and it's on after The Walking Dead. Uh, there's a, a show called Comic Book Men, which is Kevin set in Kevin Smith's actual comic book store, Jane Silent Bob Secret Stash in Red Bank, New Jersey. And basically, this is the this is two of the guys from Comic Book Men plus BQ from Practical Jokers, who originally was one of the merchandise guys for Kevin Smith in the store, and they have had 300 episodes of this podcast, and it is fan fantastic it's one of the most highlights of my week when i'm driving or having a shave or whatever but also you got me hooked on this american life back in the day yeah i think that was probably one of the first podcasts you'd ever listened to it was definitely for me sure um and i mean uh, i got into it i think i was just googling um something i'd read a book and the the guy who was the author from a book sometimes guested on this american life and i think i must have seen it on wikipedia or something looked it up and it just went from there but um I, I love this American. I mean, unfortunately, the, for, I the format's really clever. The format's really clever it, because you know it, it, he'll he'll come in with a narration, then they'll go off on a, a tangent on a and tell a story, and then there'll be a secondary story to back it up, talking to people who've been there and they've been around for ten, twelve years now, and they they put out a fantastic free, free to consume, free to listen podcast. And that's one of the things podcasts don't cost anything to listen to, do they? No, and I and it's so accessible as well. Hugely accessible. Um, one of the things I loved about this American Life is it it is as it sounds this American Life. So sure. it it focuses on just loads of different people and and stories in their life and you know real people are are very interesting. You know everyone has stories um, within them to tell. Sure. You know, um, and and even if it's just things like you know seeing someone else's experience of the world and you know how they see that through their eyes is is really interesting and it and it can make you rethink how you see different things in your life but i used to blog and blogging is one of the most narcissistic things you can do because well, to be fair, this is pers- probably slightly narcissistic. No, it's not. It's not. Blogging is very narcissistic because you don't necessarily have an editor for probably 90% of blogs that are out there. You're you're your own worst enemy. You're your own enemy when it comes to defining the article length and the article topic and the perspective and where you go up with that and, you know, and whether you delete comments and whatever, which you can't do in a, on a public news story. Um, but with a blog... I ran a blog for like 10, 12 years, and uh, I used to use it as somewhere I could just let steam off. And I didn't want this podcast to ever turn into that because this this really is about real life. This is about the things which affect a 30-something and a 40-something couple in their daily lives, in in their journey together through a marriage. And I think there's many couples out there who the same age or around the same age as us who have problems in their marriage or are facing transitions and difficulties and stuff and this hopefully hopefully allows some people to let some steam off and see that there's light at the end of the tunnel well i think it's just as like you know going back to that you know instagram versus but we're real not, life we're, we're, but we're not when you say instagram versus real life this is real life yes but you it's know what i mean bullshit flower coated stuff that you see on Instagram it's you know this is well, that, real. that means we need to have an argument on the well I'm not going to have an argument <laughs> with you online you know I when someone says check out my Instagram account check out my Flickr account check out this check out that the first thing I think is fuck you because realistically no if you have got so much time to have multiple social media presences, I don't mind if someone says, I've got a Flickr account and I've got a Facebook group, or I've got whatever. that's fine. But when you start getting into the, the realms of stupidity, then, yeah, fine. 
podcasts here the great thing is i don't need to be sat in front of my phone i can put a pair of headphones on i can tune my bluetooth into the car and it just accompanies me on my day and it, it adds a little bit of color and vision and insight it's just like listening to the best radio show except i can pick and choose from a catalog a stable of the thousands and thousands of shows simply by doing a search on my podcast client and, and, and many of the people who listen to the show have found us via a search engine via via complete fluke via via luck and we're grateful for your patronage but now you're doing this, we're now episode 11. What do you think, you know, where do you think this is going to take us? Um, I don't know. I've, I think it's just one of those things we're just going to see how it flows, really. I mean, you know, we we talk a lot about stuff that happens in our Daily day-to-day lives, lives and, and things that sort of blindside us. And, you know, we've got Christmas coming up, which is a always a big... Well, it, well it's an, it, but I mean, the, the thing is for us is that Christmas changes when you have children. Christmas isn't about you anymore. Oh, it is a wholly different experience. I, I mean, dread it. You know, you look I, forward to it. I dread it. I I do look forward to it, but well, I dread it as well. I mean, I've I've I, always I, promised I, myself I, I'd be organised. I, I dread the drive back from your parents with a car. Full of full, stuff. Because the car is where, full where before we get everything? there. The car is full before we get there. And every time they start opening stuff, I'm thinking, we need a bigger house. I mean, the thing is, the first year when we had our, when we had our, you know, sort of first child, and he was very I've never seen so many presents in my life. Yeah. There, there, was, was, there was an incredible floor. amount of presents. And basically, well, everything, luckily, most were boxes. everything that I saw that was large or loud, we I was left like, at your, the in laws. Yeah. I was like, that stays at grandma's house because, you know, grandma's house has got to have lots of toys in it. Sure. So anything big, anything noisy went to grandma's house and, and other stuff came back here. But I, I, I dread it as well because. You have um, to be social for I a start. I have to be social, <laughs> but it is the one time of the year where I can escape upstairs and just sleep. I do, I do, I do disappear off, and I will have a nap for three or four hours or ten hours or something, and leave you guys to it. And it's become the accepted norm after a decade together, isn't it? I, I think for me, because we we still spend uh, Christmas with my mum, yeah. so I naturally. I don't know. My brother and I both have this thing that when we're at my mum's house, we both revert to like when we were 13, 14 years old. So, you know, for me, Christmas Day, I'll be like, oh, no, I don't help with the washing up because it's tradition that I don't help do that. Because obviously I never did that as a child. Well, you should because I do it. Or, you know, like, let's go on a walk on Christmas afternoon. No, I don't want to go for a walk on Christmas afternoon. You know, um, but definitely once you have children, it, it does make... It does make Christmas different because... But Christmas becomes elongated when you have children. For me, Christmas used to be like when you'd finished work, when you'd had the staff Christmas party, when you'd had the annual piss up or whatever, and, and you'd had your last paycheck, and you were rushing back to wherever to have your family Christmas, and that would be it. But with with the, with school children, it starts with the nativity and the Christmas parades and this and that and the other, and kids getting excited and you know even going into a supermarket in october seeing them putting all the christmas decorations out and stuff and it's just like really yeah this is actually really this this has been the first year where i've really seen quite a lot of christmas stuff in the shops at the same time as halloween like it used to always be i mean to be fair halloween stuff does come in the shops as soon as the back but it it must it must be worse for america because of thanksgiving yeah, now this is this has been a strange thing for me because um, I'm in various different groups on Facebook, and there are 
there's one group that I'm in that is predominantly um, Americans in, in that group and quite a few of them have got their Christmas tree up and I in my head like to us obviously we've had Halloween um, and we've had Remembrance Sunday and and after that there is nothing till Christmas so you know it is t- in my mind too early to put up a tree up but it's fine but for for the Americans I I can't understand why you would put your tree up before Thanksgiving but my friends seem to have hit this midlife midlife crisis thing where it's not about the size of the turkey what it seems to be is it's the size of this the broiler or the the thing they're cooking it with the, the, for Thanksgiving yeah for the last three or four years it's like look at the size of my broiler this is my thing I'm going to inject it with saline I'm going to put it in the night before and I'm going to broil or it for brine 18, it. or brine it I'm going to put it in for 18 hours and I see the size of some of this meat and I'm thinking you know Clark Griswold eat your heart out but this is this isn't Christmas this is Thanksgiving you know and Thanksgiving know. Thanksgiving for us we don't understand what Thanksgiving is it's no, not no because over, over here in the UK I mean obviously you know this Thursday is just a regular day for us there is nothing special about it for us is it tomorrow Thanksgiving Thanksgiving tomorrow it is isn't it it's Thursday tomorrow's tomorrow no tomorrow's Wednesday tomorrow's Wednesday I'm losing track of time this week so uh it's so it's nothing kind of special to us which which is all well and good because it it isn't really anything to do with here but the thing that gets me (laughs) is this Black Friday stuff. Oh, I don't get it. I don't get why people get so excited because about it. Because here, it's it's just a regular Friday. But and it hasn't. It's beca- It's now become this thing where people buy shitty TVs and stuff they don't need. Yeah, I mean... They, this crap electrical stuff. People, retailers, can't sell any other time of the year. They pile it up and they sell it at full retail value to idiots who want to go and buy out-of-date stock. I mean, the the thing of Black Friday is it's traditionally to do with retailers and how they make their money across the whole year. Right. And this is the, the time when, obviously, sales really ramp up and those retailers go from being in the black, in the red, sorry, to, to being, being in the black. black. Is that what you it know, is? this is when their profits... Thank you for explaining that. I didn't know what it was about. This is when their profits sort of kicks in for the year. And obviously, you have all these big sales and stuff. Sure. Um... But but yeah, over here it really it it just doesn't even make sense. And um, a few years ago, there was there was a huge thing where there were there were fights that broke out in a supermarket. It was Nasda. I I don't even know if it was Nasda Walmart because they have a crossover thing here. Right. And there were there were physical fights. Oh, I saw that. That was in North London. The people TVs. falling over when they opened and the doors. And, and all I can remember watching the footage from it. Shitty TVs. All I can remember was just thinking, you know, Fat they're people. fighting over this television, which to be fair, it's probably not even going to work because you're you're tipping it all this way and that way because apparently a lot of these new TVs you have to you can't ever lay them flat. You always have to keep them but, upright. But we have but we have a sale mentality. Didn't your brother cycle to a store to be there when it opened? <gasps> yes, that was when we were very cycled young. to get a there DVD was, player. Um, yeah, it was when DVD players first came out, and every store had like two or three of this one DVD to player. give away. Or, or, no, or no, to, and, I think it was for like a hundred pounds or something. I mean, this was quite a long time ago. And DVD players were a lot more than that. Um, yeah. I mean, the the shop itself is long closed now, but. Um, but yeah, so the whole Black Friday phenomenon here. I mean, the Cyber Monday thing I can understand because it it's around. What Cyber Monday? Cyber Monday is the day is the Monday after Black Friday, which is a, apparently the busiest online retail shopping day. Right. I think it's to do with 
I buy stuff 24-7 I on Amazon and eBay, and I watch the prices. Well, no, I think Amazon are, are one of the, the main people, actually. But it's something to do with the, the stuff to do with um, Black Friday, but also to do with when people get paid and the just the prime sort of time for them to be shopping. Because obviously, you know, we're used to, to buying stuff and it gets delivered within like the day. next day or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But a lot of online retailers, obviously, you're talking a couple of weeks and then you're getting close to Christmas and people might have to post it on. So... It is like the biggest sure. shopping day. But I still don't get it because a lot of the stuff, I, I look at the Amazon offers coming up in four hours. This will be available. You know, David Beckham perfume or David Beckham aftershave. I was going to say perfume. Well, David Beckham aftershave, <laughs> whatever, and, you know, a, a propelling pencil and all these special offers they've got. And you think, and you do get taken in by it. You do look at it and think, how have I lived this long without that, without that attachment for my whatever? I, mean, how, I think the key thing to any of these sales and stuff is it's only worth you, if you have need to it. know. Yeah, you have to need something and you have to have researched it. And then if, you know, by whatever chance that has come up on the deal, go for it. But actually, if, you, if you're if you savvy and you shop around, I mean, it doesn't really need, matter yeah, exactly. what time of year that you, you get stuff. But it the, the whole... Um, Black Friday thing here is just insane. As I say, this fight over this... There was another one. Wasn't there somebody who got really badly trampled uh, having a discount sofa from Ikea? I don't know. I think that I think that was like a new store opening as opposed to a Black Friday deal. But I don't I don't think they have this same thing in the States as they have here. Like, we have just this I had a famous bargain custom- mentality. I, years ago when I was a student, I used to work in a department store and we used to have sales and people would queue up outside for the sales etc etc and they'd come in and they'd buy whatever tat had arrived in on the lorry the day before that we had been told that had probably been sitting in a warehouse for two years with dust you know these were end of line specials in Habitat and we had a very famous person come in and buy a discount sofa Bob Geldof Bob Geldof came in in the sales and bought a discount sofa so there even celebrities get involved in the sales I think it's just about being savvy, though, isn't it? That's yeah. that's what it comes it's down to. And famous Irish rock star, and every, Live Aid personality. Everyone loves a bargain, and uh, I think that's what it comes down to. But I just, I just don't think. Uh, I just, I don't know. I think the the way that we've seen the Black Friday thing here is just, it's just different to how it is in the states. I think in the states, everyone just goes out and shops, and it's just. It's just an, something yeah, it's you do just, after things. Whereas here, it's still quite new. It's still quite yeah, and it's just not. I don't know. It's not the same as the sort of post. You know, the Boxing Day. We always have the big Boxing Day sales. I mean, so the that Boxing used Day to be in America. We, do, do Americans have Boxing Day? Uh, I don't think so. So it's the day after Christmas Day. Yeah, Boxing Day, and that's when the stores usually open. Yeah, or or like, the sales start. Sales start nine a.m. Boxing Day morning. I mean, I am a card-carrying Athol adult fan of Lego, and uh, <laughs> often <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like last year, some of the new Batman movie sets got released on Boxing Day. It was like a big thing to draw you in, like a magnet. Yes. Well, I think also the big thing about go shopping in the Boxing Day sales was like you've basically spent from Christmas Eve and the entire Christmas Day in in essentially one room of the house with your entire family it's time to get out throwing out throw, throwing in like alcohol and eating too much way too much and you know over excitement and the disappointment of of bad presents or whatever and you know people just need to escape i don't get good presents and that's not me 
criticizing anyone at all. I'm impossible to buy for. So people buy me things that I appreciate. I've learned to appreciate them. I, lo I love receiving little things. I don't like receiving big presents, which is good because no one buys me big presents. But it's the little things that I like, the little things that someone said, oh, they put some thought into rather than just buying me a bottle of gin, which is predictable. I put lots of gin. thought in, in ushering the children towards buying you novelty pants and socks. It's always novelty <laughs> pants and socks. I've got to that middle-aged thing where pants and socks seem to be the you know, underoo type thing. So. I, I can just remember... Bat Batman underoos. Before we had children... You would never in a million years wear any kind of underwear with Superman on or any kind of Christmas novelty socks. I, I didn't like own that. any. I didn't own any. Never exactly. Had and you any. and you would never if someone bought sparkly, it for you. Sparkly pants. If if someone bought stuff for you like that, you would never wear it. But no, as soon God, no. as as soon as we had children, it was like, Oh, you know, these socks say daddy and they've got, you know, Holly on or something. Pepper pig. Or pepper pig, because sure. you, you do sort of more than slightly bear resemblance to daddy pig and and you know you you have to wear this for yours the sake of your children but streaming media is ruining christmas as well in the respect that we used to, you know in, in england we have this tradition where the week before christmas the the radio times the bbc radio times which is the magazine or the, the tv times with all the television programs that were going to be on the terrestrial television channels you know the cable tv channels over the christmas period that was and you'd look oh, you and you'd fight over and you'd, and you'd circle it. you'd circle like indiana jones and the temple of doom is going to be on or goonies is going to be on I mean, and stuff like that mind, and you'd look forward to everyone would be like quick we need to finish up because goonies is going to be on or et or whatever pretty much the most big of christmas our, movie pr pretty much most of our childhood there were only four channels i mean for some of well, richard's channel for some of richard's two, life there were then three then but, four yeah. yeah um but in Before my cable. in my lifetime you know when i in my childhood sorry there were four channels on the television as i got older there were five and obviously now you have uh, and then we had color. satellite tv which is which is like cable but um you know so it was a big deal when things were on over christmas time sure. uh, 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 and also on the radio as well cue cue stuff up like you know the 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 the, the top of the charts what was it called top of the pops would be on the radio and you'd you'd you tape the songs that you wanted. What was going to be the Christmas number one What was going to be the Christmas number one song? Things like streaming net, you know, services from from you know Spotify and from Amazon and from Apple. They've ruined that because the, you know the different genres. I don't even think it's just, it's not think it's just that. It's, it's the fact. What's that going to be the Billboard number one? It doesn't really matter. No I think one cares. for the, the previous few years, obviously, it's the the number one is it's always, always the charity song, wh or whichever was the X Factor, the X Factor, or, Simon or whatever, yeah. whatever the you know sort of talent show that year thing was American Idol or whatever yeah exactly and that that was the shoe in for Christmas one number one and it's sort of been like that for for quite a long time so it's sort of slightly taking the edge off it and as you say because people stream stuff and you know they sort of the the charts don't work how how they used to when we were ch uh, children I mean I, Christmas for us we start planning six eight months ahead for what the children are getting so it's all the cost is all covered but also to have to think about it in the run up to Christmas when the shops are full but we live near the Roman city of Bath and December is the month you don't go there do you no, after the, I went to Bath last week, and, and we won't now touch it until January. I probably will not go again now because I mean I love Bath. It is a beautiful place to visit. It's ten minutes for us to get into beautiful shops and everything, and like many big cities now, it, it has a Christmas market. These and, German Christ pop up Christmas markets, and it is markets. heaving. I mean, Bath gets a lot of tourists anyway, but the Christmas market just ups the ante for that, and it's. You know, it's kind of not really that big a city in terms of, you know, where you would go around the shops and stuff. So it's all very 
you know, the the Christmas markets are right next to some of the big landmarks that everyone wants to see. So it's it's just really busy, and um, people come Be- in by it coaches. It becomes impossible to navigate. And you can't park. The car parks get really full. I mean, there's a there's a, a huge car park there now that was sort of built in the last sort of last six year, or seven last years. Last year it flooded, so you couldn't get in. Yeah, but it's been there for the last Since sort of six below, or seven years. Level. I mean, before that, I don't even know where people. I mean, I don't. But they have the, the markets then, but. It but just it, gets but, so but, busy. but I, I work in Birmingham, two hundred miles away, and they have their German market, and people going in there to drink the beer and to eat the bratwurst and etc. etc. It is a and lovely wherever experience. You go, wherever you go in London, Bath, Bristol, they always have these German pop-up Christmas markets, and they're all wooden sheds, and all you know, there's people eating gingerbread and buying I mean, tat. A lot they, of they, them, they again, they buy more tat they wouldn't ever need. I mean, a lot of them. I mean, we we have been to the to the bath ones we usually go sort of a of a earlyish evening um but a lot of them do have quite sort of local stuff but then there are a lot that you know you could go to any of the markets and they would all have i don't know these certain spinny things that you can hang outside sure. or um i don't know some sort of special carved candles like you know there was obviously it's obviously like a big tat. place that put, makes them it's and they go tat. everywhere the last time we went i bought you some socks you did buy me some socks, Bought but some I wanted socks. some socks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I managed to find someone who sold socks. Yeah, I mean, I. I said it wasn't even. I bought it from a shop. It wasn't even from the market. I don't even. I don't even ever want much stuff. You know, I've got everything I could ever need except yeah. for socks. Except like for I could socks. never have I, enough socks. I don't know socks. where they all go because I buy them during the year and at Christmas and stuff. And I know, they... but I wear holes in them because I, you know, I walk a lot and you know I'm you do shuffling around and uh, I just happen to wear. I would say probably I wear through my socks like you wear through your underwear. So I do. I'm at that age where I don't know whether it's testicular wear or whatever. You sit down a lot. <laughs> I sit down a lot. I, sp- I have a sedentary life sitting in front of piles of laptops working, doing stuff that I do. And I think I just wear holes in my pants. So, But you replace them with superman ones i do in fact you bought me one pair of superman shorts it made if you oh, turned it around fantastic. from the back if you turned it around the back superman was actually fisting me yeah superman you know was how, fisting me this yeah it was how he had like one arm up like in his flying like he pose. was flying like christopher reeve was flying but his his fist was definitely somewhere a little bit too close for comfort yeah do you know what i love um i'm glad i, went, I never had an accident got taken to hospital and they said have you seen the back of his I remember one time you you had a hole in some and I showed our eldest and I said that you have such bad wind that bad it makes... Bad flatulence that I've blown a hole. That you no, make I a just hole wear them your... out so I throw, I, they get worn out. I know, but he still also, believes I, that. I still believe that they don't make underwear like they used to. This, this stuff wears out really quickly. It doesn't wash as well as stuff back in the day. It's all I'm sure, manufactured but, by little men in China. I'm sure like way back in the day, uh, people used to knit it and, you know, my Knit mom, it? Can you imagine how uncomfortable knitted boxer shorts would be? My mum is, is great at knitting. My mum is great at knitting. You can get her to make me a posing pouch. She she is great at knitting, and I I do have memories of her knitting some kind of mohair jumper once upon a time, and I can't think of anything better. And more hairy than for, than for, having about, you for in me, some sort static. Of, yeah, hairy mohair chest, under, mo- that that would just be appalling. But you know, if anyone I, has I, a I haven't. That, I, 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 I've only bought you a couple of presents for Christmas this this far, and you always you always leave it to the last minute to tell me what you want, which sends me into a blind panic it's easier to just tell you what i don't want but i can remember one year we had a bit of a a thing because i told you i wanted some frying pans and you were like i'm not buying you frying pans for christmas and i said no if if you just bought them on a whim and gave it 
gave it that gave them to me it would be the worst present ever but when i've specifically asked for them and they are ones that i really want and i use all the time then that is a that is a fantastic present and you did you did actually do it in the end you did actually buy them yeah for me. Against, I was very against, happy. My better, against my better judgment you know come up with some nice things like theater tickets and you got us tickets for rent rent the musical last year I did which indeed. meant a huge amount to me it meant a yes. huge amount to me it was just not just, just because I get you in a hotel room on my own without the children. I know, and it just was unfortunate that it happened to be like the weekend before my birthday. But I mean, <laughs> that's just how it was because it was only a short run that they were doing it for. It was a fantastic, fantastic performance though, and a great See? little theatre. So the... some people do buy you good presents. Some people and do buy me good presents. presents, but the majority of people buy me alcohol. Which is which know. is ridiculous because I have so much alcohol I could. But sink then it a makes ship. you sleepy, and you I don't can drink go and, it. I very rarely drink it. And you can go lie down upstairs, and you don't have to socialise. I with counted us. fifteen bottles of gin downstairs. Fifteen bottles. I do not need any more gin. And they call it mother's ruin, and I don't even like gin. I adore gin. I think it's fantastic. Although maybe, maybe going full circle, maybe I would like it. In if a, it's a in cocktail, a cocktail with was. several other things that, t- that, that I cloud, don't actually cloud like. The cost of gin. But you like vodka, <laughs> but you don't like gin. It doesn't make any sense. So you've been listening to episode 11 of Not Quite the Afterglow. Come back next week. Hopefully we'll be on time. Hope, not only be on lot, time, a lot of other poorly. cool stuff. We won't be poorly. Yeah, and I haven't coughed for the whole duration of this show, which is fantastic. I've been coughing all day. Okay. Well, we hope to see you again soon. Thanks for listening. Um, don't forget you can keep up with our antics and any pictures on the Facebook Not, not Quite the Afterglow Facebook page. Thanks for listening. Come back soon. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can subscribe via iTunes on your Apple device. If you are an Android user, we recommend using CastBox, available free from the Google Play Store. Find us on Facebook. Search Not Quite the Afterglow.